Good evening. You are. I am live. Okay, I can see what's going on now. Fantastic. Fantastic. So, okay, let's. Uh, I want to welcome everybody to the Ron Pertie Show live. I'm sorry for any of the issues that we may have just had here a little bit ago. You're all lovely for watching, and I do appreciate you for uh, watching. And if you are watching this later, stop by. I'll be making it known when live shows are going to be happening, and they will later go up on the regular page. Um, uh, and we're going to, and, and you can watch if you're watching. So, blah, blah, blah. Who put that in my mouth? Anyway, so if you're watching this later, be sure to follow my social medias, which are right there. And uh, I will be go letting people know when I'm going to be going live uh, more often. Um, I'm working out some kinks with this. Uh, I hope everything is working okay. Everything's good. Everything sounds good. Looks good, etc. Mm -hmm. At all. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, looks like I'm okay. So anyway, we're going to talk about a couple of things here uh, on the inaugural live YouTube show here. Um, also, get it out of the way. Don't forget to subscribe and to like and to share and to leave comments on all my videos because I will read them all. I will. I don't have. I don't have much going on. So, I mean, I could be in Kenosha with a cat and a gorgeous woman, but here I am. Why would I want to do that? I'm here streaming. Anywho, so we got a lot of stuff to cover tonight. We're going to be talking about uh, Hereditary, that new movie that just came out. Very divisive movie, a very polarizing. A lot of people don't like it, but a lot of people are wrong, and I'll tell you why in a little bit later on in the show. Uh, we're also going to talk about what's going on with Stan Lee. I have It's reaching to the point where people I know who aren't comic book fans are asking me what's going on, like, what's going on with Stan Lee, and, Ron, you're a nerd, what did you do to him? And I, I no, it wasn't me. But anyway, uh, so we're going to be talking about that in a little bit, but first, we kind of have to cover King Nerd. We have to talk about Chris Hardwick. It's just, it's the elephant in the room wearing a skinny tie recording a podcast. Um, he, it came out this morning... Um, Chloe Dykstra, his ex-girlfriend, wrote a very scathing medium post, and, um, I, I think that, uh, we all need to take stock of that, and a lot of people now, since the post came out, have been saying that he's a garbage human being. Myself and Conan Neutron have been saying that for years, but that's okay. No, uh, the point is, is that, um... He, he's no longer attached to Nerdist, from what I gather. Legendary has kind of cut ties with him, so there's that. Um, but then you have to wonder what's going to happen, because I know he has... Uh, um, he's got this deal with Blumhouse for making movies. I'm wondering if that's going to get pulled. He uh, And apparently in the, the podcast episode of Nerdist where Jason Blum is on, they are doing nothing but getting their noses all full of brown Weinstein stuff. So it's kind of hard to listen to. Um but I wonder if that's going to go away. Uh, I'm wondering if all the, the, the talking shows are going to go away. You know, uh, Talking Dead and Talking Badlands and Talking Comic Book Men. You know, there's just too many talking shows. Um, 
but yeah, so there's that's yet to happen. And pardon me, they're not a sponsor. But if you'd like to help out the show, go to that Patreon.com link and uh, see if you can throw a couple shekels there. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go here. I'm going to go to his uh, his Twitter because the minute I read it, the, the Chloe Dykstra article, I uh, I went to his Twitter uh, and I went to look to see what was going on. Oh, and there it is right there. Uh, he hasn't posted anything since yesterday when he's promoting the fact that Donald Glover is going to be on his new show, Talking... What is it? Talking Hardwick. Well, we're Talking Hardwick right now, so... Yeah. Um, and uh, I was just informed I should be drinking water, not Coke Zero, but I also have to stay alive and lively for all you lovely, lovely people. Um, so we don't know what's going to happen with that. Uh, let me see if there's anything breaking in the world of hard flip. Uh, and from what I understand, uh, I mean, it was bad. From what I understand, uh, Chloe Dykstra had to, um, she's taking a, a leave of absence from social media. She was told, um, um, I mean, basically, she's for all intents and purposes, and I'm paraphrasing here. She was basically told not to speak unless spoken to, and things of that ilk. And uh, apparently, the, the the abuse went on for three years, which it shouldn't have gone on for three days or three hours. This is it's crap. Um, I'm trying to see. There's other people who came out against him, because I know Nerdist sold was sold to Legendary back in 2012. Um, and, uh, I'm on good terms with some people over there and I don't want people hearing what I'm saying and going over Nerdist and, and saying, you know, what the hell? Cause he, it has nothing to do with him. This is all, uh, so Nerdist disavowed him. Um, Scott Weinberg said, as of today, I'm, I no longer write for Nerdist. The editorial staff is absolutely fantastic, but I don't want my work or name affiliated in any way with Chris Hardwick. Uh, let's see here. This person said they used to they write for an artist, and that Chris Hardwick is a piece of trash. Uh, let's see. Yeah, he hasn't made any public statements yet, but apparently, um, apparently, from what I understand, he's got that Hearst money now. So we'll see how long that lasts. Um, I just I can't fathom. You know, I mean. I don't know. You think and well, okay, here's my here, here was my issue with Chris Hardwick before all of this happened. Just to preface that I never liked the guy to begin with. Um he was not a Doctor Who fan, and I know this is so petty and so crappy of me, but he wasn't a Doctor Who fan for the longest time. At some points I even remember him saying he didn't get it, which is fine. Just don't get it. Don't be a Doctor Who fan. But then he started watching it. And I don't know if it was because he was offered a job by BBC America, which could be the case, because if I was offered a job to host something, I would definitely watch it and be and bone up on it, and uh, and get to know what's going on. That's just me. But um, he all of a sudden became this huge Doctor Who fan, and he was this this big quote unquote authority, 
And when you talk to him, you get this feeling like you don't know if he knows anything about the older episodes. Um, and that's fine. But don't act like you're the, the, the authority on everything. You know, don't act like you know everything if you don't. Um, and then uh, this came out and it's just... Uh, I mean, I, I'll, I would only listen to the Nerdist podcast and then the Idiot podcast. Or I'm sorry, ID 10 or whatever, T or whatever. I don't know what it's... It's, it's Idiot, which is case in point because he's an idiot. Uh, I would only listen to it when there was a guest on that I wanted to hear, like a Nick Offerman or uh, a Kevin Smith or a Mark Marin or people who... People like that. Uh, I listen to the Al- Alan Alda episode because it's Alan Alda, for crying out loud. You can't not listen to something with Alan Alda. He's Hawkeye Pierce. You bastards. But, so, I mean, my exposure to him was mainly after things that I loved on AMC. He made uh, Walking Dead uh, worse for me with a a show after. It's like, let me soak in everything that I just watched. I don't need to have you um, tell me what I just watched or tell me how I'm supposed to feel about what I just watched. So, that's just, you know. And then he did it with Breaking Bad. Uh, and then he's doing it with Better Call Saul, and it's just, I mean, come on, I mean, I don't, I don't get why people watch those shows, I don't. Isn't that what the internet's for? Going on Twitter and complaining? And then watching my headphones fall? But no, isn't that what the internet's for? What do you need to go on there for? Watch that crap. But anyway, so, um, keep an eye out for the Ron Pertee show, uh, at some point, I'm not sure where we're going with this, if we're going to do it uh, semi-daily, or if we're going to do it once a week, or uh, or whatnot, but um, yeah, so just kind of keep an eye out, and if there's any kind of updates, we'll talk about it on the program. Um, we have a lot of other stuff to cover, and uh, I think we should get right to that. Um, mainly, we're going to talk about Stan Lee. Now... If you don't know who Stan Lee is, I'd ask you to please kindly come out from underneath your rock. Um, because the man is the creator or co-creator of dozens of iconic characters like the uh, like Iron Man and the X-Men and the Hulk and uh, Spider-Man. And... Oh, Jesus, mercy. Anyway, so he's like this iconic... And if you've seen a Marvel movie, he's been in it. He cut Thor's hair. If that's the last time we... Well, no, he was in Infinity War. He was in Infinity War. But, um... And uh, for the longest time, there has been a rumbling that there's something bad going on with Stan Lee. That something is amiss when it comes to the... Um, great and powerful one who created Marvel Comics. Um, uh, now, when you, when you take... When you start thinking about Stanley, you start thinking about things that have happened in the past, about like his fight with Jack Kirby and his fight with Steve Ditko and people like that, and how he kind of took the the, the front stage for Marvel and uh, really kind of uh, took control and became the figurehead and left people like Kirby and Ditko on on the sidelines. But that being said, you have to kind of. For- look past that stuff when it comes to the stuff that's going on now because the man is in his early 90s I think 93-ish and all of a sudden you start hearing about after his wife died about how oh well what's going on here first what's going on with my hair 
Second, uh, what's going on? I mean, his his longtime uh, um, right hand man Max is gone. Um, he uh, and he would like he was like a, a, a gutter punk basically, but he was right there on Stan's right hand, and he would make sure that everything was okay. He gets fired, and these weird people who have connections to his daughter come into play, and they're taking care of everything, and it's just uh, it, it got really messy. And you had people like Neil Adams and J. Scott Campbell and Kevin Smith and uh, James Gunn were all reaching out to Stan. What's going on with you, sir? What's going on? You gotta, you gotta let us know here. Uh, you know, do you need help? And of course, people were saying, no, no, he's fine, he's fine. But then there was some video that came out uh, of Stan. Oh God, a year ago? Ooh. Oh, I don't get why I'm yawning. Um, oh, I know. More of this non-sponsor soda. Anywho, uh, so um, Max is gone, and these people who are connected to his daughter, who wanted more money from her trust fund to begin with, started uh, really kind of latching onto him, and money started disappearing, and people weren't didn't have access to him, and. Uh, and things like that. And then finally, I think the last straw was when there was video of Stan at a convention and someone standing over him telling him how to sign his name. And he looked like a, he was all hunched over, you know. And uh, he he looked like a shell of his former self. And it was heartbreaking. It was just heartbreaking. Um and uh, I felt really bad, but then finally, we have news here. This is courtesy of CNN.com. Uh, he's been granted a temporary restraining order against uh, Kia Morgan, who was his caregiver. Um, the order was issued Wednesday, uh, and a petition was filed in support of the order states that Kia Morgan, a memorabilia collector, just saying who has been acting as Lee's caretaker, and yeah, they put the quotes, not just me, uh, was taking advantage of Lee over ever since his wife, uh, Joan Lee, died last year, which is the, kind of the case with him because when his wife died, he kind of lost everything. She was it for him. Uh, he and his daughter had been estranged for a long time, still probably are estranged. So, um, uh, Petitioner, along with law enforcement and adult protective services, believes that Mr. Morgan is unduly influencing Mr. Lee and isolating him. And that's from a petition filed by Lee's former attorney, Tom Lallis. Uh, the temporary order bans Morgan from abusing, harassing, or contacting Lee and requires him to stay at least 100 yards away. Okay, now, here's the, with the wording with this. It bans him from abusing and harassing him. Isn't that the point of it, a restraining order to begin with? Do you have to get that deep into... I mean, are we are we not are we dumb? Did we forget to take our brain medicine? Um, CNN reached out to Morgan for a comment and in a statement to TMZ because you know nowadays if you want reputable information, let's head right over to TMZ. Uh, Morgan denied the allegations and said, "I have taken great care of Stan Lee for the past many years and have never had a problem directly with Stan." Maybe because you were making him do things he didn't want to do. Uh, I have a fantastic relationship with him for the past many years, as he stated countless times on the record, and I literally saved his life once. Because you wouldn't want that money to go away, would you? 
Morgan told TMZ, I will 100% prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that the allegations against me are false. Uh, there's a video of Stan. Uh, this is getting weird. This is just so... It's it's confusing. Um, Lee put out a video, um, and the court's decision came after Lee posted a video on Sunday stating that he and Morgan were business partners. Uh, and the tweet says, there's a quote on the bottom of it, my only partner and business manager is Kia Morgan, not all the other people making false claims. Now... Morgan was arrested on Monday for allegedly making a false police report. Los Angeles police were performing a welfare check at Lee's residence on May 30th when, according to court documents, Morgan arrived at the scene and dialed 911 to falsely report unidentified people had gone into Lee's home. The co- prompted eight police units and a helicopter to arrive at the scene. Um, a hearing in the case is scheduled for next month. So, it's like that sounds like desperate, an act of a desperate man. When he sees people coming in the house that are, you know, there for a health and welfare check, and he calls the cops on them. So, I mean, that's, I mean, and just look at this picture of Stan. Look at him. It's a video, but I'm not going to play the video, but look at him. He looks old. He looks like he's being propped up by something. And it just... It, 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 it kind of breaks my heart. Even if I am a big DC guy now. You know, Stan still has a lot that he offered uh, the comic book world. And... Uh, it just bugs me. You know, and I think it bugs most comic book fans. Uh, but... There's that. So stay tuned to the program for more updates on what's going on with uh, Godfather of Marvel Comics. Uh, now we're going to move into Hereditary, which was a movie that I saw last Friday, and it's still kind of stuck up in my brain head. Um, It boggled my mind. It starts off super slow for me, but then something happens that I won't spoil because you have to go see this movie. You have to. Um, it's better to be seen than have it explained to you. But there's a the first, say, I'd say fourth of the... No, yeah, first sixth of the movie, I guess. It's kind of slow, and then something happens that kind of catches you and knocks you right into it, and you're stuck throughout the rest of the movie. And it's... Uh, uh, it's, um, how do I put this? It's a slow burn. It's not, if you're going into this looking for jump scares and something like The Conjuring, this movie makes The Conjuring look like a daycare center. If that gives you any kind of explanation. This movie is, uh, it's a slow burn. It's atmospheric and it creates a tension and it sits in your gut. Um, I guess it, it draws from stuff, stuff like um, The Exorcist, The Shining, Rosemary's Baby, really kind of hardcore, um, slow, slow burn horror movies that don't have 
something super scary happening every 15 minutes because that's where the beats have to be for modern horror. Um, what What's driving me crazy is people who were at the screening I went to. Uh, one person got up and thought he was being funny and said, Oh, I, uh... I want my money back. That was that was horrible. That was the worst movie I ever saw. Is it because you thought maybe you should be an unfriended too, Dark Web? That's not the kind of movie this is. This is something that's serious. It has a an amazing um, underlying metaphor during the course of the film about family and uh, uh, familial issues that just kind of manifest the way that they do and it's something that's neat you need to see to, to believe you really do um and to anyone who's out there saying that it's just horrible because it's slow that's the best kind of horror the slow uh kind of uh creepy unsettling kind of horror is the best kind of horror i mean sure every every kind of horror has its place you know there's there's room for jason slicing a counselor in half uh there's room for the conjuring and insidious and yes even room for movies like unfriended and and uh things like that but to say that this is bad this is the way horror was back then and it's the way it should be it should be unsettling it should stick with you you know when i go see a movie like like, like The Conjuring. I love The Conjuring. It's a great, great movie. Don't get me wrong. But when I leave the movie, I talk about it for a few minutes with whoever I went to go see it with. And then that's pretty much it. I'll tell a couple people, oh, this movie was great. I might do a review. Oh, yeah, go see the, movie, the Conjuring. It was awesome. Blah, blah, blah. Lily Taylor. You know, Vera Farmiga and Patrick Wilson. Yay, James Wan. But nothing no horror film has hit me like this that has stayed with me and I'm still trying to think of you know of little bits in the movie how how ants were crawling oh it's just there there I can't put into words how amazing this movie is so if you haven't um, seen it please 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 avoid any kind of spoilers, avoid cinema score, giving it a D plus or D minus or whatever. Um, go into this knowing that a lot of horror fans and a lot of critics that you can respect and you can trust love this movie. So go take their word for it. And I know there are people out there who are like, oh, I don't want to take the word of a critic. I can't take the word of a critic. Okay, fine. Take my word for it. I've made horror films. I know how to make a horror film. And I... Honestly, don't think I've used a jump scare once. I have to think. No, I've never used a jump scare once. So, I mean, that just says something right there. If I'm saying go see this movie, it's a it's a ringing endorsement. And a lot of the people that I know who are horror fans, um, like they're really like horror is their thing. You know, not just people who are like, oh, if there's a horror movie, I'm going to go see it. You know, um those people probably won't get the movie they won't they won't appreciate it 
So that's my two cents on Hereditary. I really think you all need to go out and see it unless you are scared and you, uh, you need your boyfriend with you or your girlfriend because who am I here to gender identify anyone? Just saying. Uh, God, there's a lot of cool stuff coming up in pop culture. Um, the big day uh, is coming, and that's July 4th. Um, it's kind of a weird thing because Batman and Catwoman are getting married on July 4th, and that's our country's birthday. And it's... How many comic shops are going to be open on July 4th for people to pick up Batman 50 and watch their their wedding? I, I will say this, though. There has been some amazing lead-up to the wedding. There's this a comic out now. You can probably find it anywhere. 25 cents called DC Nation number zero. Uh, there's a Joker story where the Joker goes to a guy's house waiting for his invitation to Batman and Cat- Catwoman's wedding. And that's all I'm going to say. You have to, to read it. It's Tom King is the best writer in comics today. From Batman to uh, Mr. Miracle. Uh, if you haven't read Sheriff of Babylon, read Sheriff of Babylon. It's amazing. You can get the trades cheap on Amazon. Um, so that there's that. Uh, what else is coming up? Oh, no, again on July 4th, um, the first Purge is hitting cinemas. Uh, I, that I understand. That's more of a marketing thing. And I don't know how many people are going to the movies on July 4th. It's kind of a weird day to, to go to the movies. Maybe. I don't know. But So there's that. And then there's also... Uh, uh, it was just announced at San Diego Comic-Con. They will be debuting the Aquaman trailer. So if you are anxious for Jason Momoa, um, uh, may, uh, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. All I do know is that I saw Rob G. from Shockwaves has a copy. Is it Rob G.? Or somebody? Somebody has a copy. Uh, I was on on the internet, as as you do. And Last House on the Left is is put out through Arrow. Uh, if you haven't seen that, check that out. That is the most one of the most disturbing films you'll see, um, because it feels real. You know, it, feel, it feels like what you're watching is really happening because it's real people that you can identify with, and it's spooky, spooky town. Basically, is what it is. Um, so there's that. So, uh, I want to thank everybody who's watching for watching and everybody who is watching it later. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, don't forget to follow me on Twitter and Instagram right here at real Ron for tea. And if you enjoy this show or any of the other videos that I've done, if you like, okay, if you like this live show, please, please, please let me know because it'll lead to whether or not I do more plain and simple. Um, I'm one of those, I'm trying to create more shows and more content and all sorts of cool stuff. Um, but I need feedback from people. I need people to tell me, Hey, that was really fun. Or, Hey, that didn't work so well or etc. etc. So I'm going to be creating a, but you're gonna have a bunch of different shows coming out here from me in the near future that are going to be different. Like there's going to be one where it's me and somebody talking about a movie, you know, or me and somebody talking about whatever, or, you know, that kind of thing. So, um, and then there's going to be the comedy videos and the vlogs and all sorts of cool stuff. So definitely subscribe to the channel if you haven't. I would really appreciate it. Give it a thumbs up. And next to that subscribe, there's a little ding, a little bell. 
you get notified when a new video goes up. So that's important because I don't know what's going on with algorithms and all this other stuff. But uh, so, yeah, be sure to uh, do all that stuff. And then if you like the show, even further below my Twitter and Instagram right here, um, patreon.com forward slash Ron even a buck or two a month helps keep things going. Uh, I can upgrade equipment more, uh, get space to make videos in and make them better. Um, and, uh, yeah, so there's that. And I just want to say real quick, um, before I go and before he goes, after what happened with Dennis from driving me crazy and his laptop and how the community came together to get him a new one, it really, really kind of warmed my heart. And if you know me, I've got a dead one. Um, because it kind of showed that, and this is the kind of thing you wouldn't get in the podcast world. You know, as much as I love doing podcasts, um, you wouldn't get that kind of thing on a podcast. You get this here because this is a community. You know, despite them taking away partnership uh, from people and taking away money from people and hiding videos, we're all in this together. We're all creatives and we're all doing this because we love to do it. And that, that was nice that he had a new laptop because the community helped support him. So... That I loved. So hit me up on the social medias. Let me know what's going on. Patreon.com slash if you liked it. And I will see you next time. Oh.